0: Hey, girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The
1: Every Girl's Guide to Life.
2: You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. From the Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is Afterbuzz TV for 16 and pregnant. Tonight's host is Mari Fagel. Joining Mari will be Afterbuzz co-hosts. Courtney Stewart, and Ed Bowling We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest 16 and pregnant news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Marie
1: Fagel! Hi, everyone. I can't wait to break down all the drama from Kayla's episode. It certainly was a dramatic episode, and the first one of the season, that was an hour and a half, I think just because it had so much drama in it. So, Courtney and Ed, I'm looking forward to talking about that with you. But before we get into all of it, I just want to talk about um, our episode last week, and Some feedback, some interesting feedback we got from that show. First, uh, Cleandra, last week's 16 and pregnant girl, were expecting possibly a call from her. I guess she tried to call into the show last week, but we had just finished up, so I told her to call back in this week. And her sister, Zerica, seems to not be too pleased with us here at AfterBuzz. She emailed me after the show and said... I listened to your after show, and I didn't like what I heard. All I will say is don't believe everything you see on TV. So, Ed, I sent you that email. What do you think of that?
3: Well, <clears throat> you know what? The thing is she played that very well. Um, that's what you call um, she's, she's playing a, a game that, that people that know how to play the game play it. She expressed to us clearly that she's upset but she didn't tell us why she was upset. And she even gave herself an out. If you notice, she said, uh, don't believe everything you see on TV. So she didn't even actually, you know, ahead of time, tell us that she's upset with what we said directly. She said, but it, it could be that because what we saw on TV, we said, repeated what we saw, and she's mad at MTV. So she's got a completely open slate. She could come in right now, and we want her to call in. She could be mad at us, mad at you, mad at Courtney, mad at me, uh, mad at Maria Canellas, who was here then but not here now. Uh, Isabel was here then, not here now. So I think it's uh, she played her cards very well. I would love to have her call in and hear what she has to say.
1: And let's just remind viewers um, or listeners Zerica was Cleandra's older sister, who was a teen mom as well, and Cleandra was taking care of her sister. And I spoke about her in our news and gossip segment as well, because uh, she is an aspiring rapper. And I think what she maybe didn't like was us talking about how she was partying and maybe shirking her motherly responsibilities. And then Courtney and Ed, I wanted to tell you about one other piece of feedback we got uh, remember we spoke with danielle two weeks back she yeah. was uh yeah. featured on 16 and pregnant her mom actually commented on our news train page and said that she was very unhappy with what we discussed and said yeah. a line very similar to don't believe what you see or um so we got some we got some feedback there as
0: well <laughs> well i would love for these people to actually call in and tell us what it is that we are doing so horrible because as far as i can see we are uh, pretty accurate in what we see on the television and you can bend it or twist it however you like the bottom line is you're 16 and pregnant and you're on it for a reason so well, well, i would be interested to see what it is they take such an issue exactly
3: in. we need to we need them to talk to us because if she said something just like Zerica did mm-hmm. again she played her card very well she didn't commit One way or another to what she's actually taken issue with. If she says something like something generic, like, I don't like what I heard, Mm
1: -hmm.
3: we automatically, since we're the ones talking, we might think, oh, well, it's our, you know, something we said was wrong or offensive or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe we said, Oh yeah, on the episode so and so did this and they said this and they're mad because we repeated what was on the TV. Yeah. You know, so uh, again, I would be in- very interested just like Courtney. We want to we want these people to yeah. call in. And I wait. would love
0: to see if their yeah. their cop-out is editing. Oh, it was edited and well, that's Now not wait the a minute, real... that is an
3: extremely valid cop-out. No, it's
0: only valid to an extent.
3: I don't know about it's all It's only that.
0: valid to an extent.
3: I mean, can't they, through editing, they, come on, you can they take can stuff take, out of context. They can, you
0: can take certain things out of context, but I don't feel like most of what we are commenting on when we talk about the show is oftentimes, like, the choices that they've made and got them to these places, the relationships that seem to be strained, which, yeah. I mean, if they're not strained, there's no thing to edit to put together to make it more strained maybe it looks more strained than it is well no 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 you but could the do that reality is based in uh, what they've presented is based in some level of truth well okay that so part i, I totally I understand agree with that it. there's some level of argument but yeah. i i get i'm getting a little irritated with the reality stars talking about oh they took it completely out of context in the Ooh. end sometimes you say some stuff you shouldn't have said and they might put it in the worst place they could have put it but you still all i
3: know it. is that some of the stuff i say if they don't include the rest of the stuff i say i look much worse <laughs> than i really am that's all i'm saying so i believe great. the editing is oh, the will, all powerful god of perception i
0: almost did can it.
3: you please leave me I was, alone we're I talking about did the TV it, show. On and
0: pregnant, so
3: mari so i'm going to i'm going <laughs> to gracefully hand it back to you what would you like to talk about next dear
1: well, personally, I think that, yes, a lot of reality stars, I think it's valid to say that editing may take things out of context, but with 16 and Pregnant, I'm not so sure. I think that, like, you know, these girls are saying they're are dealing with these issues. They're saying these relationships are bad, and what I'm kind of foreshadowing here is someone who very well could listen to our show tonight and be none too pleased is Kayla's mom. Uh, Because I have some not so nice things to say about her. So let's just get right into it. Uh, Let me give a little intro to Kayla. Um, She lives with her mom. She met her boyfriend, Mike. He was living an hour away, and now he lives with them. Her parents are divorced. And she was very close to her mother until she got pregnant, apparently. And a lot of this show focused on her relationship with her mom, who has, I guess, a new boyfriend and she's been spending a lot of time with the boyfriend. I don't know if it's that she resents her daughter for getting pregnant. I don't know if it's the new boyfriend. I don't know what the shift in the relationship was, but it was one of the most heartbreaking episodes I've seen. Agreed. In the mother not being there for her and Kayla constantly asking her mother to be there. So what did you guys think of Kayla's mom? Uh, Courtney?
0: Well, when I first watched the episode, because I, I, I watched it twice because um, I missed the like first few minutes and then I watched it back again this Got morning. It. But the first time I watched it, I literally texted Isabel like, I'm watching 16 and Pregnant right now and I'm trying really hard to try to get an idea or some sort of reasoning as to why this mother is such a horrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't find one. Yeah. But then when I watched it back um, and saw the first part of it, um, I started, I, 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 I still can't justify it in my brain Right, enough. can't justify
3: it. We might be able to explain it, but um, we can't justify it. I can't
0: justify it enough, but I do, I, it, I did gr- develop a little bit of compassion for her because mm-hmm. I sort of feel like it was a situation, and, and I wonder, even when Kayla was talking about how close they were, was it ever really a mother-daughter relationship mm-hmm. or was it a friend's relationship? And that's what she feels like she's missed because she was talking to her friends at one point and talking about how her mom never really was around and, yeah. you know, whatever. So I feel like she definitely misses having any kind of relationship with her mom because once she got pregnant, they obviously appeared to have none at all. Right. But I'm not sure she was ever much of a human huge mother figure in terms of the relationship based on kind of how she taught we used to shop together we used to do this together yeah. but her mom never seemed like she was sort of the i don't know i don't i don't want to say not taking responsibility as a mom because we only get a snapshot in this like point in time but yeah. i just it made me question whether or not it was that strong of a mother daughter relationship and not more of a friend situation yeah. as a teenager that she's missing and either way it sucks regardless like and it's a horrible situation to be in and i felt really bad that she's like having to make dinner dates just to get her mom's advice on how to do things there was bad feelings yes
3: I think Kayla um, at least what we do know is at least we know that Kayla wanted to go back to the way things were before Mm -hmm. Um, I watched her the little after interview and I think she actually specifically said that it wasn't until halfway through her pregnancy that she saw things really change with her mom and I th- and, and remember, her mom's worst fear, or first fear she said was her worst fear, or first fear was that she might abort the child. Yeah. And so here's, I, I actually have a theory. I thought about this uh, at length. And my thought is, uh, Kayla did say that her mother was also a very young m- mom. mom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And the way we saw this departure happen or the way it was described to us and then we saw the actual actions of her mother, the, you know, the, the sort of blankness on her face when her daughter is sitting across from the table crying saying, I just want things to be back. I just want us to be. And the, do- and the mom's like, I try. Yeah, I try. I, the, the, the severity that that, you know, that happened with, I think, is because of this. I think that that young mother did her job reluctantly. Okay, uh, Kayla's mom took care of her child best she could, and was worried the entire time about things that could happen to her. For example, that she might get into drugs, she might drink, she might get pregnant. Okay, and that was like her biggest worry—those uh, things. And then once Kayla got pregnant, not just got pregnant, but got past the point where it's abortion was, you know, feasible, then all of a sudden the mom's like. And she said it on the phone to her. If you look, they even had the subtitles. I don't worry about you mm-hmm. as much anymore when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, guess yeah. what? She can't get pregnant, pregnant now. now. And she's she's obviously a smart enough, responsible enough kid that she's actually not going out and doing drugs. She's not partying. She's stay, staying home. So all of a sudden, the mom, and you know combine that with the new boyfriend's availability... The mom now can go out and do all the stuff that she She wanted to do, do. that she didn't get to do, and her and she knows her daughter's not out getting pregnant. She knows her daughter's not out doing drugs and being in in danger because she's pregnant and home already. And so to me, that's where and yeah, to me I'm explaining it, but does that justify it? Oh God, no. No. You know, no, we we were really disappointed. So
1: I think that what your your analysis is totally dead on. What's so sad is, yeah, I think because she was a teen mom herself, and this is maybe a good foreshadowing of what's to come for these girls that we talk about every week, is they get to a point where they want to reclaim their own lives, that they missed out on so much of their life, and they want to get that back. And so the mother is very much doing that now. She's going on dates with the boyfriend and canceling on her daughter and not staying at home for dinner with her daughter because she wants to be with the boyfriend. And she's very much acting like... The daughter, like a daughter, you know, she, it's like the roles are reversed here, and it was just, it was heartbreaking when her mom was like, "I have a life of my own. You have Mike." And what was so startling to me is, I felt like Kayla's friends in this episode were there for her, yeah. so, And Mike, thank God, which we can talk about him because yeah. he was just a really stand-up guy. But her friends and and Mike were there for her so much more than her mother was, and. It it really was heartbreaking. How about
3: how about when the mom said, "Hey, listen, I'll come and eat dinner with you, but let's uh, let's let's diet together," and then uh, after dinner, I'm, and she said, "So and the daughter said to the mom, so after dinner, you're just gonna go back to your boyfriend, right?'" She's like, "Uh huh," but but we're gonna eat dinner together. We're gonna diet together. Just uh, what Courtney said is totally true. It, I think that she was more of a, a friend. Uh, you know know, a friend on the the schoolyard as opposed to like the parent that's you know taking care of it she
0: almost seems like uh, kind of going along with you were already saying ed that it's almost like getting pregnant and now you're living with your boyfriend you're an adult you're living an adult life you've made adult life choices i don't have to be your quote-unquote mom anymore so i'm letting you live your life because you've made your adult life choice now i'm gonna live my life (sighs) too so even though it's a baby having a baby we don't, she didn't see it that way because she's
1: done it. So,
3: yes. Yes. Well,
1: and Ed, you mentioned, um, one of the most sickening parts of the episode I thought was when her mother asked her to diet with her. And the reason why it was so sickening is because this girl suffers from anorexia and severe body issues. So we, I want to, I want to talk about all that, but that one instance, I mean, she was dealing with her weight all throughout the episode, which is one reason I think they chose to feature her, because this was a different thing that a lot of girls deal with. Yeah. And one reason why the show was an extended episode was because it was a big issue. I mean, she was skipping meals while she was pregnant. She would not eat all day, and then she would have a couple of Miller wafers, yeah. and You know, she had a a scare because of it. Her doctors continuously told her she wasn't gaining enough weight. And then when her nutritionist told her, you need to have someone eat meals with you, I need to look at my notes to see what the mom said because I was just shocked. She
0: said, I know what you're talking about, the part where her mom said, "Um, I actually think it's not so good if she eats in front of people because she'll try to eat less because she's embarrassed. I think she's better if she's eating alone. I was horrified. Wow. Absolutely horrible. It was like, literally
1: like she was trying to make an excuse and and try to get out of get, having having to have a exactly. meal with her daughter because the doctors were recommending it. Oh, my God, it was sad.
3: Yeah, well, it, we saw that throughout the whole thing. When she's, her water broke and she's in labor, she wakes her mom up. Mom says, just lay down for a while. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. You know, you probably just ate something bad. And didn't even get out of bed to go check on her or, or anything. So the mom is really just an escape artist she She's is just vacant. escaping all the time and you know what i think that probably goes so strongly against the motherly instinct that there must be something really intense going on inside the mom you know to to for her to be able to go against her motherly instinct so well you know maybe all those years it was she was just bitter and you know so
1: it's rough i'd love for her mom to call in yeah. <laughs> I know, seriously. I'm going to try to contact her mom. Now, Kayla, because usually I reach out to all these girls through Twitter. <laughs> Kayla started a Twitter about one month ago and hasn't checked it since. <laughs> um, but I'm going to try to reach out to them because I would love to have a conversation with this mom. Because, And I'd love to have a conversation with Kayla, too. I mean, she was very mature and very honest about everything that she's been through. But, And I'm, gl- you know what? I'm glad that MTV showed it. I mean, she was saying... When her boyfriend was trying to feed her, she was saying, that's gross, that's nasty. She cries every time that she gets out of the shower and looks in the mirror because she thinks she looks gross. Yeah. She thinks that people will stare at her because she's getting fat. And I, I just couldn't it – was, it was so sad. She was saying that gaining weight seemed like it was irreversible, and every pound she gains, it won't go back. And then once she, once she did give birth, she still then was skipping meals to the point where she couldn't even produce enough milk. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that MTV showed this because it shows this is a serious issue. Like, what can happen when, when you skip meals?
3: Yeah, I, I thought it was particularly scary uh, in Kayla's situation because uh, Kayla's fears did not manifest themselves in some sort of outward emotional display. I think that voice inside her head that's telling her all these things you know it really it's it's much worse inside than it looks to us because she didn't talk you know like um like an anorexic girl would we would think that would be such a big problem I mean I remember when she was talking to the therapist and therapist said so uh the the anorexic voice she called it uh what is it saying to you now what is it saying and and how do you feel and Kayla's response was well you know what i feel fat most of the time i feel and i'm thinking that's the voice right there talking you know that that's not you telling about the voice you you don't even realize that the voice is you and it it's you it's taking over everything so it was just alarming to me how sort of together she she appeared but in fact she was doing all of these anorexic actions um crying looking in the mirror not eating and i agree mari it's wonderful. It's a one, There's a potentially wonderful benefit to girls out there that may be experiencing that, the fact that MTV
1: showed it. Courtney, what did you think of her, her struggles with anorexia?
0: Well, I think obviously it's painful and horrible to watch. Um, but along with that there's such body image issues in general for women in this country Mm. so for all the millions of girls that are haven't even been diagnosed with anorexia but have extremely unhealthy relationships with food and relationships with their own body image like if that shows them anything god please thank you mtv because i can't she's been diagnosed with it so she has at least had some uh, professional faculties around her Mm. to try to help her come out of it and cope with it. But um, I I would venture to say that there's a lot of girls out there that do some really similar things with their bodies and have very similar ideas about their bodies that have never been medically helped with that and could possibly be in a position that she is in now pregnant having to gain weight and, struggling and not knowing or having access per se to what they need to have access to to help them get through it. So hopefully that message is communicated and I mean there's grown women that get pregnant and like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm getting fat. I wanna work fat. out and I don't wanna yeah. So I just
3: now um I I had a question because I'm actually I'm very ignorant about anorexia, but the fact that she would um I was trying to figure out why does she choose to eat cookies? Is it because the only thing she could eat is something that tastes really good to her, or you know, because if you're if you're like somebody who's anorexic, don't you want to eat like you know a breadstick or, or
0: anorexics some... don't want to eat anything. So like their yeah, goal so, is to completely deny themselves of food.
3: Then I mean, is it is it normal that they would choose something that's like also.
0: My guess would or, be is what's accessible to her. Hmm. In what's She probably looks in the cabinet. Nilla wafers aren't extremely high in calories, I don't believe. I don't hmm. know. But I don't know. Maybe she just had that and she could get two and that okay. would, you know, be enough carbs to not let her faint. So, okay, okay. Or maybe enough sugar yeah, she that it pushes brings her.
1: Herself, yeah. She pushes herself to the point of fainting because she hasn't eaten all day. And then finally when she feels she's going to faint, she... Wraps a couple of vanilla wafers and something about something like that. If it's something you can count. She's probably counting that in her head it. and saying, exactly. "Okay, uh, it's okay for me to countable. eat this money."
0: And it's a and sugar it's sad, rush. But it
1: kind of reminds me of that Devil Wears Prada. You know, when the assistant is saying, "I have this great new diet. I don't eat all day, and when I feel like I'm going to faint, I, I, I eat a, a stick of, of cheese." cheese.
0: It was a cube of cheese, yeah. But that's why I say, like, I don't think I don't think it's far fetched to believe, like, like she's uh, not lucky that she's anorexic, but at least blessed that she has been diagnosed and been through some treatment for it. Of course. But I, I, I mean, I could name women that I our friend, know right yeah. now that like that have, have very unhealthy relationships with food and their body image and to be pregnant and to deal with all the hormones and emotions that you get with being pregnant along with the fact that you already look at yourself and hate what you see mm. regularly, whether it's every day or every other day because she doesn't hate herself every day. She hates her health every other day and she thinks that's okay. And that's, it's a scary thought and it's a scary situation that we. I'm glad they addressed. I'll just leave it at that.
1: And that was one of the issues I've never seen MTV address before, so I will say we all agree on this and we're glad that MTV showed that. But another issue that we've seen come up week after week on 16 and Pregnant is finances and money. And I know that, as Danielle said, they can't discuss what kind of compensation they get from MTV, and it's probably good that they show these conversations about money because it's something any young pregnant couple will have and will deal with, Uh, but that happened again in this episode, especially once her mom asked them to pay rent. Mike already has a part-time job, $300 a month is going towards rent, and then one night the heat goes out, and they have to spend half their rent on a night in a hotel, and then seeing them go through the store and look at diapers and how much things cost and see that they can't afford these things. It was a very real look at the struggles. It was a real. Can we talk about the
0: mom asking for rent? I know we already covered the mom a little bit, but I really I wanted. I thought that was
1: inappropriate. Am I, I
0: wrong? I, I, was, I was torn about it. That's why I kind of want to talk about it. Because on the one hand, I was wondering if she wasn't such a horrible human being, would I be as bothered by it? As Because I I kind of feel like once you've decided to make choices to live it as an adult, then you have to live as an adult. And I should make it, I, I think as a parent, you kind of decide how far you will go with that. But they've made choices to be adults, and now they have to grow up. So I don't think it's, I mean, and, and I don't know how much rent is where they live. And I would like to hope that the mom wasn't charging them like what real rent would be, yeah. so to speak. But I'm not fully opposed to the fact that your boyfriend's living there, your daughter, you're about to have a baby in here. You guys need to be responsible for something in the household. But at the same time, her mom was a jerk. And she wasn't there. She didn't have heat on, and they had a brand new baby. I just, I don't, I I, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I'm just kind of torn about it.
3: Well, I was torn about, um, and, and, and I think probably both of you ladies will disagree with me that there's any issue here at all, but I, I am somebody who comes from a sort of a traditional view of, you know, respecting your mom, regardless of how she acts. And I was a little bit torn about how straight out kayla was and some stuff she said uh like for that issue she said you know we were here and had no heat we had to go stay at a hotel spend our money and you are at your boyfriend's house all warm and cozy you know and it seemed like okay yeah i i actually think it was to that point where that she needed to be called on that yeah but for her daughter to say it that sort of uh, yeah it was a little bit like okay are you trying to help you know uh you know, coax your mother to assist you, or are you just trying to pick a fight? Yeah, you're just trying to be
0: mean, but that's why I feel like their relationship didn't appear yes. that it was ever a mother daughter relationship. Yeah, good so, point. Good point. I, yeah. I'm not sure that that respect level ever existed or was uh enforced yeah. to even exist to be possible to exist. But, um,
3: but even with that said, Kayla, even though she said that, she wasn't that bad, we yeah. didn't see anything horrible. I mean, she was like vulnerable at the same time, even though, you know, she she,
0: was raw and like, uh, what are we supposed to do? We just don't have it. So it was, uh, it was tough. I don't know. How did you feel, Mari? I think in
1: that conversation, um, you know, the, the day after the heat went out, what Kayla said about the rent, I agreed with. She said that if they're spending any money, it should be saving towards getting a house of their own or towards the expenses of the baby, and then the mom said something like, okay, then move out. You think you can do it on your own? And I think in my head, they have already been doing it on their own. You haven't been there, so they already are doing it on their own. And by paying rent, they really are doing it on their own. So, like, if she's trying to help them and say, I'll help you, then don't make them pay rent. And if you're trying to say, okay, I'm going to make you do it on your own, then you just need to have a clear line. She can't say, okay, I'm going to help you and then asked to charge rent, and that's what we thought this whole episode. She'd yeah. make a promise, and then go back on it. She'd say, "Oh, I'm going to go on a date with you." Oh, I'm going to cancel and go to basketball uh, and go to a baseball game. Oh, I'm going to take a week after a right. week off after work to help. Oh, actually, I'm not going to do it. You're going to do it on your own. So it's kind of like if she stuck to her word more, then I wouldn't have such an issue.
3: Everything, everything that Kayla. Did and said with regard to her mom, in my opinion, can be summed up as a cry for, uh, hey, guess what? Maybe we've been friends this whole time, and we've been partners and sisters. I need the mom. mom. Can the mom come out? It was just a constant cry for, where's my mom? The one that's gonna say, no, 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 baby, don't move. Listen, we're gonna do this together. I'm gonna help you everything you got to do with this baby, and we're gonna save money and we're gonna get you because guess what? The baby's here, and we're gonna do. We're gonna pour nothing but love into this whole thing, and. Instead, the mom was, you know, doing her own thing. So, yes, it was just one big cry for for help. That's that's all Kayla had, I think, with her mom.
1: And now, before we go into a little bit of news and gossip, because I got some good, juicy news this week, I want to end this episode discussion on a high note, which is Mike. He was by far the most stand-up guy I've seen this episode. I think Jordan Ward's boyfriend brian in the first episode was also very stand up Uh but mike was great he moved in with her from an hour away in the last couple episodes the big issue was where they were going to live and and he there was no questions asked he left his parents moved in with her and he got a part-time job he takes care of the baby while she goes to school and i just have to mention these two sweet moments one was when all the girls had their sleepover, and he was there. And it was kind of like they were kind of ignoring him, but he was there, and I just thought it was so cute. And then the second was when she was in labor, he was massaging her and holding her, and just very different from how we've seen a lot of the other boyfriends this season. Well, He,
3: he did exactly what we, what we as viewers even need that man to do, the man that's in that position, or boy as it may be, and that is we need you to be a non-issue. No. we need you to be a <laughs> not you need you to be a, a warm yeah, a <laughs> warm body that provides whatever is needed and just be a non issue and that's what he was i actually i saw the same thing um mari that where the friends were over and he was offside and and i thought okay it's i guess it's a girl's thing and so he's off but i also i never saw any of the friends Talk to him or look at him or say, "Hey man, how you doing?" You know, know, I'm glad you you're doing a good job supporting her and stuff. I get the feeling like. Like he was maybe the nerd in the school and yeah, the, the unpopular kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. well she said he was dorky, not, but she didn't say that quiet. he was in the dork group though.
1: He's in the dork group. He had the one hundred one Dalmatians um bed Yeah. Well he yeah, was but a dork. yeah.
3: But okay, but now it you know, I didn't get you know, I see Kayla hanging with sort of what looks like the popular girls, but she didn't sort of totally fit the popular girl oh, no, you know I mean, thing. So I'm like, Well, you know, she so she's She's like a, a hybrid. She went with the geek dude, but then was with the popular girls. So when the popular girls came over, they're like, what you with him for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's because that's my baby daddy. Well, they were together for like <laughs> two years before that. And he's off in the in the kitchen table sitting there looking and say, wow, look at all the popular girls mm-hmm. talking to my girlfriend. Anyway, I just, I I thought, I didn't think it was cute so much as I wondered why.
1: <laughs> it was cute. But I thought it was also... cute because my mom has always said the dorky guys are the best, the nerdy ones are the keepers, and my dad is a dork, and I always think the dorky guys are so cute and so nice, and he was a stand-up guy, and I really liked him.
3: Well, yeah, he's probably the best one we've seen. Uh, just he did it he was just a non-issue he was there and by the way in the after show interview with Kayla she said um, she was asked if they were still together they are not Uh, and she's her explanation was that you know what we were kind of just staying together because of the baby we didn't really have the feelings that you know a boyfriend and girlfriend have anymore and so I just uh, decided to end it
0: well alrighty then
3: yeah Love Interesting. Class. Oh, well, I
1: wanted to end on such a high note, and now okay. that's just a sad note, I'm really <laughs> well, surprised by that. You
3: can, you can leave it to me, Mara. Well, I'll
0: leave it on a high note. Go right. girl power, because it was very sweet to see her positive girlfriends around her supporting her and telling her, no, you're not fat, you're pregnant, and taking care of her when her lame mom was nowhere to be found. When she's about to faint and the girls got scared and were crying. I, I mean, it was scary, but it was so <clears> sweet <throat> to see how much they cared about their friend and yes. to be a, and worry about her and making sure she was eating and asking. And the yep. girl just, when the one friend that cried when she called the doctor yes. was also the friend that was like, But you're scaring me when they were trying to eat. She's like, yes. Just eat because it scares me when you don't. Exactly. So, if nothing else, I think it was beautiful to see friendship support and I hope that they were able to maintain some friendships as they went their separate ways. And I agree. Thought. I concur. So it's not very the highest cute. note it's
1: Very ever. true. <laughs> it was true friendship on that episode and uh, girl power. So before we get into news and gossip, shall we take a commercial break?
2: Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424 husband or your best friend? The wig! The wig will come wig. When the TV show is over, get your After Buzz on. After Buzz TV News.
1: Okay, so our first bit of news, we were just discussing Jordan Ward, who was in episode one of this season. She is pregnant again. Again. They're no longer 16 and pregnant, but... 18. 18 now and pregnant, and um, I'm not sure if she's the first one of the 16 and pregnant girls to get pregnant again, but I'm pretty sure she is. She confirmed it on her Facebook
3: is that the a couple twin? days
1: ago, yeah. and she's been getting a lot of flack and a lot of criticism. What do you guys think?
3: Are you sure it's not the other sister that's pregnant?
1: Nope, it's definitely the one that got pregnant already. Nope, it's already. her.
3: Because you know they're twins, right?
0: Here's what I would say. She says, uh, I guess she responded on her Twitter saying, we live on our own, we're married, we pay our own bills, we give our children whatever they need, we can't judge. Like, if that's the choices you want to make for your life, and you're not living off anybody else's dime, you're paying your own way, you guys are together and in love, then what can we really say? If that's the life you want to choose for yourself, then that's the life
1: you want to choose for yourself.
3: Power to the people, come on.
1: I, I wouldn't choose and it at 18. And this leads me to believe even more so that she's going to be one of the girls featured on Teen Mom 3. Because last week that was my piece of news and gossip because footage of her getting married was not included in the show even though MTV was there. And so people assumed that they were saving it for Teen Mom 3. And now the fact that she's the first of the 16 and pregnant girls of all the three seasons to be pregnant again, I just really think that she will be a big candidate for Teen Mom 3. I think you are right on. Mm. Okay, so let's move into our next piece of gossip. You guys remember Leah. She was from 16 and Pregnant Season 2 and Teen Mom 2. She married Corey shortly after they broke up. She got a divorce from him. Now he is dating again. He's dating another teen mom who he met and there's rumors that there's a baby on the way. I don't know about that because oh, they just God. met. But um But he's moving on to another teen mom in West Virginia.
0: Keep it in your pants, please. Jeez. mm
1: And again, I guess a lot of people were giving slack to his new girlfriend, and she said she's not a home wrecker. They were already broken up when they started dating, and Leah was the one who filed for divorce, which goes to show you she said that, she was not the homewrecker, and she was not the reason they broke up.
0: And they had a long history of a mess, because Leah cheated on him, right, before they got back together, yeah. and that's then they decided to get back together finally and get married, so who knows what really went down there, but
1: I don't know. Everybody- I thought that one was sad, because I really liked him, and I liked them, and I thought their relationship was going to last. Oh, wow. And now let's get into the final piece of gossip, Janelle, from the same season, also featured on Teen Mom 2, she's currently in rehab in Malibu. And get this, the more than $600,000 rehab is being paid for by MTV.
3: Did you say $600,000? I, I, I was
0: going to say, is rehab only in Malibu? Like,
1: why does she get to go to Malibu to do her rehab? That's what I was shocked by. There's, like, pictures of her on a rehab field trips. And she's like on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I just, Ugh, I don't get it. Why she get to go to rehab in Malibu? It's a
0: hustle. She's going to be on the new Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew. 600000 It's Malibu. It's like, what is it called? Promises or whatever the expensive one that all the she's celebrities go to? She's not at
1: Promises. You. She's not at Promises. But it's another prominent rehab. And they there was a whole uh, OK Magazine article all about how luxurious this rehab is and there's equine therapy where she can do horseback riding and i guess I if guess it were need to
0: go to rehab
3: i was going to say 600,000 that might be enough to rehab courtney
0: <laughs> no i guess i have to go to rehab <laughs> for that might be oh but i had a piece of breaking news that i just saw when i came in After oh, yes, what is exclusive our um favorite um old couple from uh teen mom the original series i guess amber portwood and gary shirley Poor Gary's been arrested again for driving without his license. Hopefully the baby wasn't in the car. But Mm -hmm. he's in jail right now. Oh no. Yeah, that's probably about the fifth arrest between the two of them in the last like year. So
1: Honestly, we have not gone a news and gossip segment on Sixteen Pregnant without talking about an arrest. And I thought, you know what, this week finally gonna be the week. I'm no arrest, but Courtney, you could be wrong.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't say I'm surprised. But at least they weren't fighting. It was like driving on a suspended license or something. So at least they weren't beating on each other in front of the baby. So that's her gra- progress.
1: <laughs> yeah, always ending on a high note. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's get into our predictions for next week. And I've learned to wait for the music this time. <laughs> and
2: now, your After Buzz team.
1: So we have Isabel featured in next week's episode, and it looks like her baby daddy is not as great as Mike this week. We got some previews that he's been lying about something, and I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the thing. I curious. Um, and there's the editing magic. That dude might not have done anything wrong.
1: Well, he's been
0: lying about something. Yeah,
3: he, uh, Yeah, I'm the one that used the toothbrush.
0: Anyway. I mean, come on. We know it's not <laughs> that.
3: And I'm the one. I told you I didn't use it, but I used it.
0: Or I was sleeping with your best friend, and now she's pregnant too. Dun
3: dun dun. dun
0: yeah, dun, dun. I'm
1: worried that it's that he was cheating on her.
0: That's generally how it works. I mean, when you're kids, you can now, go out. Okay,
3: how about this? Okay, how about this one for editing? So when last week when we did the predictions and we saw the sort of quick peek for the this Kayla episode. They edited it such that it looked like that whole episode with the papier-mâché and the belly cast, that it looked like that she went straight from there to an emergency C-section in the hospital. It was completely how they played it out. The next thing after that, they, they see the mask on her and all that stuff. And that's not how it happened But that's at all. a
0: trailer. Like, that's not an I'm episode. I'm just
3: saying but The a trailer. editing, if you can do it in a trailer, the, you could do it in a point show. the
0: of a trailer is to get you to think something that may not be the case, so you're intrigued to come and watch it. Are you? That is the <sighs> mission of a trailer. <laughs> like, how, you want to see it.
3: Yeah, but you want to see it. You're but like, you, oh, no, really? That's what No, it wait is. a minute, but think about it. If how they many do times... a trailer
0: that, oh, she got dizzy, but she's fine. That's not a plugger for the episode.
3: No, but we go expecting to see what we saw, and we don't get to no, see what we saw because what we saw. I'm not expecting to
0: see that. I'm well, expecting I... to see something happen. Uh oh, what happened? Why is she fainting? And then, 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 Well, what's wrong with me? You're then? slow. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. We don't make fun of Ed on 16 and Pregnant. Can so you I'll please?
3: Stop. Can you please?
1: Sorry,
0: Mari. You know what?
1: Courtney, <laughs> I just have to say, I almost hope that on next week's episode of the guy cheats or does something way more severe than taking her toothbrush, exactly. so I can just say,
3: Ed,
1: we proved you wrong Once I again. didn't
3: say that it was just something. I'm just saying that editing with the editing, and you I don't know. And I also
0: concede that editing can alter things, but I think on a certain level, there has been a little bit of too much copping out, saying, oh, I'm not really like that. Oh, this isn't the case because of but, editing. But what and if I it's true? Some of it is true. But okay, it we is need these people to call in case all the time. We
3: need people to call in because I can't go the rest of my life taking stuff on Courtney's word.
0: Hey, I'm the most brilliant person. Yeah, you've you know ever what?
1: Met. I promise, guys, I'm going to get another 16 and pregnant girl to call in uh, in the next couple weeks. I will reach out to Cleandra again, try to get a hold of Kayla, and we can ask them ourselves how editing if it's deceiving or not.
3: Oh, yeah, Zerica's going to tell us all about that. I
0: want to talk to Zerica, wherever you are, slamming us on Twitter. I'm scared of Zerica. She sent me two emails, and I'm pretty scared of her. You but, should um, forward them, to me. I only saw that.
3: one. Okay.
0: We want to talk to Zerica. I think
3: Jesse's kicking us out.
0: I got questions.
3: I hear music that says...
1: 16 and pregnant.
3: Get out. We're out. Get out Out.
2: of here.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, Ed and Courtney, thank you so much for breaking down this dramatic (laughs) episode with me, and I look forward to talking next week and maybe finally facing Zerika, whom I'm a little scared about.
3: Get out. (laughs) Sorry we can't stay, baby.
1: And (laughs)
2: see.